Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Jay Keaton of the Liberty and Faith Podcast. Thanks for joining me tonight. We're going to be, have a great, great discussion as I teach to you some things that is critically missing in all of our lives and in most all of the churches today. Uh, we're going to get into this here in just a little bit um, as we talk about evangelism, personal evangelism. Let me ask you a question. Do you want to see your loved ones go to heaven? Do you want to see people around you at your workplace, your your friends, your associates, people that you know? I mean, really, do you even want to see one person go to hell and not make it to heaven and experience eternal death? I don't believe you do, and neither do I. But yet it's the most lacking thing in the church world today. We're going to talk about that here in just a minute. Lots of things going on at the Index Community Church. want to invite you out. Uh, Pastor Mike preaches at the 11 o'clock church service. Come out and enjoy some good anointed preaching. I'll be preaching at Sunday night at 6 p.m. We're we're getting ready to switch over to a Wednesday night worship service coming up in January. I'm going to be teaching these evangelism classes. Uh, The first Monday in January, uh, Monday night, at 6 p.m., come and join us. If you want to win people to Jesus Christ, win your family, your children, if you want to learn what it means to be a disciple of Christ, because those two things go hand in hand. Disciples, true disciples, win people to Christ. That's what we're supposed to be doing via the Great Commission, in which I'm going to read to you here in just a minute. But that's what we're supposed to be doing. Uh, if if not, we're we're willfully and wantonly watching people step into eternity without Christ, and you know what? With no regard, with no regard. Most of the time, people die. the The, the average Christian person looks at this, and 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 you know, we hope they went to heaven, but we don't really shed no tears about that. And and I'm telling you, folks, that's the wrong way to be. We should be on fire for God right now. We know we are living in the end of the end times and that the rapture of Jesus Christ could happen at any moment. And I can't think of anything else you you should be doing or concentrating on more than trying to win people to Jesus, especially your family. Listen, I know we got all these other things we're doing, but if you can come up with, if anybody out there can come up with one thing that's more important than someone being saved, then you're going to have to let me know what that is because I would really like to know what you think that is because there isn't anything. We say that, we know that, but we don't believe it because if we believed it, we would drop what we're doing and rethink things. Again, I want to get into this with you. I want to read some scripture uh, to you and and march on into this while we and share a little bit of time with you. In Matthew chapter 28 verses 18 through 20, Jesus gives us what we call the great commission. He's putting the church into forward motion. He puts the car into gear and puts his foot on the gas and says, "Let's go." And this is what he said. And Jesus came and spake unto them and said, "All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore. That's the motion words. Go ye therefore. Listen, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. 
And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. He's, he reiterates this and even adds in a few things in Mark chapter 16. He says, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, everyone. Listen at this so very much. I want you to hear Mark's rendition of this. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. I want you to hear that. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. So people that don't believe in your life and in my life that I know, they're damned if they die. Father in heaven, I pray in Jesus' name, give us wisdom as we walk through the word together. Help us, Lord, to understand. Lord, touch our hearts so we can take this seriously, so that we can believe this, Lord God, so that it becomes a present reality to us, God. Shake us, Lord God, so that we can see clearly. And we ask your power and presence in Jesus' name as we walk into the world word together. I in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Evangelism, Jesus' whole life was in regard to evangelism. He did not keep his mission to himself, folks, nor his message, but he invested it in people and commissioned those people to spread it like a virus. Listen, evangelism is the mission of the church. It is the absolute platform. It is 101. It is what the church is all about, is winning the lost. I know we've made it into a money maker. I know there's pastors out there who all they do this for is for money. I know there's people that goes to church, but the only reason they attend that church is so that they can make some money. And they and they use the church for all kinds of different things. And we get involved in all kinds of different things in the church. And the church is busy doing all kinds of different things. But the primary mission of the church and the primary focus of the church and you as a church member, because we are we all make up the church, is to win the lost. That's why Jesus died. So stop what you're doing right now. And rethink things. Christ gave his life to save lost sinners. So what should we be doing? This is his church. It's not my church. You know, oftentimes, just like Jonah, we pray for God's will. We pray for God to perform our will instead of us praying to do God's will. Listen, you can't be that way you got to follow the Lord Jesus Christ and allow him to lead you and guide you. And, and it is all about saving the lost. And it is so lacking in the church world today. Uh, evangelism, evangelism, like I said, it's the mission of the church. The act uh, of the redeemed or saved to seek out and save those which are lost. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Now that we know who Jesus is, it's up to us by the power of God that lies within us, the Holy Spirit that's in us, to, to show those who have no clue of the road of destruction that they're on, that Jesus, that they need to be saved. 
Listen, a very large statistical number of people in the church world today does not know how to lead someone to Jesus. That is a miserable failure of the church and of the pastors. Okay, many people don't even have no clue what to say to a person or how to pray with a person to bring them to Jesus. Uh, Most people out there, they just believe praying for someone is just praying for their physical needs. And that's as far as it goes. I'm going to give you some startling statistics according to Bible.org. I want you to hear this. I want you to listen at this. 95% of all Christians have never won a single soul to Jesus Christ. You know, I I asked some folks in a Bible study just recently here when we kicked off our evangelism class, you know, and I didn't want anybody to reply and nobody did, but, you know, I knew that people in this room had been saved for many years. But I asked the question, how many people have you personally led to Jesus? Well, I know because I've done this for three decades the answer to that is probably a big fat zero or maybe one or two over a 20 year uh, uh, new life in Jesus Christ. That's horrendous. And it's terrible. And I do not say this to shame anyone. I say this because it's a, it, it is a, it's a travesty in the church today that the churches do, does not teach people the main the main program of the of of Christ's great commission to save the lost listen this isn't my church this church does not belong to me whatever church i pastor it doesn't belong to some man or a family it belongs to Jesus Christ and we're supposed to be doing his work in it <laughs> but boy it's not like that in the world today that we live in is it listen i want you to hear that again Less than 2% are involved in ministry of evangelism. What a startling statistic that is. Less than 2% are involved in the ministry of evangelism. That means, I mean, you you take a church that, that, and here's the typical statistics of church attendance. Uh, Sunday morning, you will typically get, that is the time, at 11, 11 a.m., that is the time when you will get 100% maximum participation of those who want to come to church. Sunday night is 50% of Sunday morning. Wednesday night is for 50% of Sunday night. And then anything else you do is 50% of Wednesday, which gets down to almost zero. And, 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 because people doesn't take what they're doing seriously. And let's just be honest and cut through all the garbage and be honest with ourselves and, and, and with Christ. How important is it really to you? Or are you more worried about where you're going to eat tonight or what things you got planned in the very near future? Listen, 80% of all Christians do not consistently witness for Christ. I want to say that again. First, we said 95% of all Christians have never won a single soul to Christ. How terrible is that? That is a terrible statistic. And then 80% of all Christians don't even consistently witness for Christ. Where's our love for the Lord? 
Where's our excitement for being saved? Where's our thankfulness, our gratitude to God for what he has done for us? Where's our remembrance of how we was before he saved us? Where is all that? Have we forgotten the goodness of God? Or are we just like the typical child who wants, 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 and is never satisfied? And the only thing we're worried about is what God can do for us. We like the fuzzy feeling we get when we go to church. There, there are so many people who are busy for Christ. They like going to church because that makes them feel good. They like the singing. They like the preaching. They like to go Christmas caroling. They like to do whatever. But they don't witness for Christ. It's so selfish and narcissistic to only want for yourself and not to give. Because the Bible says it's greater to give than it is to receive. Oh, I hope you're listening to me tonight. As I preach this, I'm not preaching at you guys. I'm preaching to all of us. Listen at this. Less than 2% are involved in ministry of evangelism. Less than 2% are involved in the ministry of evangelism. 71%, as we said before, do not give. Listen at this. 71% do not give toward the financing of the Great Commission. Oh, they'll give to silly things out there on TV to get a trinket. Or they'll, they'll give to, to do something for self-satisfaction. But, only, but 71%, three-quarters of the church don't give anything towards evangelism. How terrible is that? Listen to this. Uh, one particular denomination, I won't say who they were, uh, did a survey on its leadership ministries. And this, this, these are the results. 63% of the leadership in this particular denomination, including deacons and elders, have, have not led one stranger to Jesus in the last two years. Wow. We wonder why our churches are dying. We wonder why. It says in here, 1.2 million people every year are leaving the church. And when we're not giving towards evangelism, when, 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 when this vast majority of people, when 95% of Christians have never won a person to Christ, what's that tell you? We're going to be extinct. People are going to go to the pagan religions where they'll be damned for eternity. And yet it's hard to get people to come to church, or participate in this evangelism slash discipleship class. Listen, in this church, 49% of the leadership ministries spend zero time in an average week ministering outside of the church. Oh, they'll preach to you when they come, when you bring people in, but they got nothing to say outside the church. You know, we were talking in our evangelism class uh, just the other night, and it was said in the class, Brother Mike made a good point, you know, uh, there was a church that had a, on its sign as people were leaving, now you're entering the mission field. I believe we should have signs on the church doors, 
on the inside of the church doors. When people are leaving the sanctuary, that same sign should exist. When you leave the church, it should say, now you are entering your mission field. You need to know that. Wow. 89% of the leadership in this church, uh, in, in the leadership ministries of this church, have zero time reserved on their list of weekly priorities for going out to evangelize. They don't purposely evangelize to anyone. They, they just... Maybe they'll do it by osmosis. I don't know. If someone just happens to be in front of them. Listen, you need to be purposeful about this. Listen, Christians are, are some of the biggest chickens I've ever known for that last moment. And I say this to myself too. Listen to this. We'll talk about church. We might invite people to come to church. But why are we so afraid to ask that critical question? Hey, are you saved? Would you like to be saved? Can I pray with you right now to be saved? Why is that so hard? Is it because people are so unsure of themselves? Because they have zero training in it? Because the church hasn't invested in it? Do they feel like they just can't do it? Like they're not able to do it? That's your job. That's my job as a Christian. And it needs to be purposeful. It needs to be a purposeful part of your life and my life to win people to Jesus each and every day. Lord, give me an opportunity. Show me the door that opens. I'm available to you. Lord, when, when, you, when you make that moment happen, give me the holy boldness enough to go up and to ask this person if they need to be saved. Oh, Wow. 99% of the leadership in this church believe that every Christian, including leadership, has been commanded to preach the gospel to a lost world. 97% uh, believe that the leadership had a greater conviction and involvement in evangelism that would be an example for the church to follow. They believe their, their preachers have a great greater conviction than they do but yet they don't want to change to be like that. 96% of the leadership believe their churches would have grown faster if they would have been more involved in evangelism. Well, sure. I challenged our church this past Sunday night when I was preaching that to win just one person in 2024. If everybody in 2024 in the church wins one person the church will double in size in that year. But because people have other things that's priority over God and over evangelism, evangelism, in other words, people have other things that are priorities above people going to heaven or hell, the church has stagnated and become decadent and weak. So let me ask you this question. And I asked this question to a group the other night. When you see Jesus, what do you see in him? If you were just the average person and you look biblically at Jesus, what was he like to you? A lot of people said loving. I said, yep. A lot of people said he was so kind. I said, yep. Meek and good and righteous full of empathy, holiness. He cared. He genuinely cared. 
He wasn't fake about it. He genuinely cared for people and loved people in a godly way. He was very concerned about their spiritual well-being, and he showed it. So if that same Jesus lives in you and me, then we willfully have to be suppressing that to come out of us when we should be fanning the flame to be more like that. That's what we should be doing. I know evangelism and spiritual warfare are almost one and the same. You have got to be prepared for what you will come up against because when you're evangelistic, you are attacking the enemy at his gates. But let me tell you something. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We are given these, these scriptures, these things that I just said to you, to strengthen the believer and to give us heart to do the things that we might be afraid to do. I mean, let's face it. We should have passion for serving the Lord and getting people saved. Not only get them to come to church. I don't really care about, you know, most of modern church growth is not new people coming to Jesus Christ. It's people switching churches. So there's really no growth at all. You see, there's really no growth at all in that. You have to realize that your family and mine, like I said earlier, if they not believe to salvation and are born again, they will not make heaven. That, that pains me deeply to think that my grandchildren or my son or my daughter wouldn't make it and would burn in an eternal hell forever. That should strike tears to your eyes. I mean, seriously, let's talk about this. Really, is there anything more important than going to heaven? I know everyone listening to this will say there's nothing more important. But then why don't we do it? Why don't we practice what we preach? Huh. How many years have you been saved? And I ask you, how many people have you won to Christ? I challenge you with this. Have you ever led one single person to Jesus? Or do we fit into that tra tragic statistic that I read earlier? I want you to become passionate about one thing in your Christianity, and that's winning souls for Christ. Can you do it? We've become really good at doing other things for God, singing in the choir, like I said, being charitable, doing good deeds, and those are very wonderful things. But the one thing we are absolutely terrible at, and that is required, and I believe it is absolutely a tactic of the devil, is we fail to evangelize. You must do it. It's Christ's command. If we don't do it, we're in disobedience to him. Evangelism is dying in many churches today. And that's not an overstatement. I read you the data. 
So why should we, uh, why should evangelism be done in the highest priorities in your church? Because he commanded it. Because Christ is the only way of salvation. I know there's a lot of people out there that invent their own way to go to heaven. But listen, there is no other way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, 6. Because Christ died for you and the world. Huh. Because churches become content and complacent with that transfer growth that I talked about. They're okay when their numbers go up, even though the people that's coming to their churches have simply left another church to come to yours. Hmm. It's a tragedy to me that the Great Commission has fast become the Great Omission. Churches are dying. Evangelism is dying. People are going to hell without Christ. It is the greatest tragedy of the day. Do you know that most church members don't even really believe that a lot of people are lost? Many pastors don't do evangelism beyond the pulpit. Churches don't provide much evangelism training. Many believers have lost the wonder of Jesus, the fascination and zeal that led us to evangelize when we were young. Uh, we've made it, the church a place to retreat from the world, not a place to be renewed to reach the world. Many church members have no real relationships with people that they could leave, lead to Jesus. Some of us, if we're just honest, just don't care enough. Father in heaven, I pray in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for your word, your mercy, and your grace. This church world is in decline, and we know that the end of the word says that there would be a great falling away. Oh Lord, let that not be me. Let it not be my church. Let it not be the listeners of this. But God, keep us, our, our lamps trimmed and burning bright. Fill us with zeal in these last days that we can win the very last souls out there that would accept you as their personal Savior. Oh, Lord, we give you all the thanks, the praise, and the glory. And we ask your blessings on every person. If there's one listening, God, that they would believe that you are the living Savior, that you were born of a virgin, that you were prophesied to come, that you are the Messiah, that you lived the sacrificial life and became the Lamb of God, taking away the sins of the world and was resurrected on the third day and is triumphantly living and alive today at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for all of us. I pray for that, God, and I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.